All right, welcome back. Lake Show, News Talk, 830-WCCO. Earlier today, Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred said the league is prepared for whatever happens with Diamond Sports Group after the the, the, uh, financially troubled parent company of 19 Bally Sports Regional Networks skipped about $140 million in interest payments that were due today. Now, those missed payments started a 30-day grace period that could preclude to a bankruptcy filing, which could possibly lead to some changes in how televised games are made available to viewers. So when I saw this and a lot of people discussing it and having thoughts and opinions about it, I said, I want to get somebody on to speak about what does this mean? How does Major League Baseball kind of navigate these new, maybe unchartered territory here? And we got the perfect guest. He has a great article on Sportico, the business of sports right now. It says Diamond's expected bankruptcy likely to take shape in the shadows. His name is Michael McCann, legal expert at Sportico. I've been following him for years uh, when he was doing stuff with SI. Give him a follow on Twitter at McCann Sports Law. And he joins us now courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. First off, Michael, I appreciate you uh, being on the show tonight. You got it, Henry. Thanks for the nice words, and thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on, and let, let's just dive right into it. This, I mean, this situation, as we're getting ready for, I mean, we got pitchers and catchers reporting to, to Major League Baseball spring trainings today, and now we're, you know, in this situation where Diamond Sports Group is not able to make their payments, and now it looks like, you know, we've got a lot of maybe issues with how baseball is going to be televised moving forward. And we're one of those markets that is part of that whole, like the Bally Sports uh, North is, is one of the regional networks and Sinclair Broadcast Group. What what position do you feel like Major League Baseball is in specifically today with looking at how all of this is kind of playing out in real time? Yeah, so it's a complicated situation for the reasons that you outlined. You You have a company that from everything we know, is having serious financial distress. And it's a company that has a major role in how baseball fans and also basketball and hockey fans watch games across the country. And a bankruptcy process doesn't necessarily mean that fans won't be able to watch games. I I actually think all of the leagues that are impacted will step up to make sure that their fans are going to be able to watch games in one way or another, whether that's direct streaming on websites, uh, whatever it may be, I, I can't imagine that Major League Baseball or the NBA or NHL, they're not quite as affected because most of their seasons are, uh, most of the seasons in those leagues are, are, are complete, but they're in the same boat to, to be in a position where this 30-day grace period that you referenced is going to end in the middle of March. Presumably, there will be a, a filing for bankruptcy during that time, maybe closer to the end of that grace period, but at some point, and you're going to have RSNs in a position where they're not meeting the contracts, broadcasting contracts, teams could conceivably get out of those contracts, or the RSN might get get out of those contracts. Maybe they're not worth as much, and I think that's part of this as well, that so many people are cutting the cord that some of the regional sports networks, some of these broadcast deals are, are sort of predicated on an economy where people watch cable, and we know that that's changing. 
Yeah, and, and you're 100% right. And this impacts 14 Major League Baseball teams, 16 NBA franchises, and 12 NHL teams. Now, Manfred said that Diamond has told Major League Baseball it intends to pay its baseball teams, but he called it um, an, quote, unfolding story that could change. And he said that they are prepared, no matter what happens, with respect to Diamond, to make sure the games are available to their fans in their local markets. We think it it could be uh, both linear in the traditional cable bundle and digitally on its own platforms. Now, That's interesting in looking at that, Michael. And the reason why I say that is let's just keep it here local. Bally Sports North as a network, they literally just rolled out an app like less than like nine months ago. And when we start talking about people stepping away from cable and cutting the cord and stuff like that and going to all of these different, you know, apps and stuff like it seems like all of that's in jeopardy. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, because as you're hitting at Henry, that the, that all of this is occurring in this larger snowball effect, right? With people cutting the cord and people getting rid of cable and watching different streaming apps, and, and baseball and the other leagues are sort of caught up in the middle of it, where there are these broadcasting contracts that are really based on an economy that's rapidly shifting. Really, a set of technology that's rapidly shifting in terms of how people watch games. Uh, I, I teach at a law school, and I always ask my students, how are you watching games? And every year, more and more don't watch them on TV. They're watching them on their phone. They're watching them on their computer. It, it's just changing really quickly. And here, you know, at the end of the day, I suspect that Diamond will work out an arrangement with uh, for their RSNs and with the, the various interests that uh, have claims against them to work through a reorganization. And and chances are, I don't want to say it's as a fact, but chances are fans probably aren't going to be greatly impacted in the short term by what's going on in terms of a bankruptcy process. And, and certainly Diamond intends to pay. But once it goes to bankruptcy, if they don't agree on how it's going to work out, then it becomes contentious. Then it becomes who has a secured claim, who has an unsecured claim, where are you on the list? It gets really ugly quickly. Now, I don't know, I don't know if that's going to happen here. But it's really a complicated financial mess that has so many fans potentially impacted in ways that that they don't want to deal with, right? I mean, people mm-hmm. want to go watch their games. They don't want to deal with bankruptcy proceedings. They want they want to go watch, you know, the Twins, uh, you know, the T Wolves, et cetera. Yep, we're talking to attorney, law professor, and legal expert for Sportico, Michael McCann here on the Lake Show on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter at McCann Sports Law. All right, so this is – I'm not sure if this necessarily fits into the conversation, but I'm, I'm going to ask the question anyway. Um, I am one of those individuals that in the pandemic, I'm trying to figure out and navigate, like, my viewing options, right? So at one point, I had YouTube TV. Then I ended up with Hulu. I have both Hulu Live and I also have, like, traditional cable to make sure that I have – Bally Sports North. My question is this, though. When you look at the streaming options between YouTube TV and Hulu Live and stuff like that, they don't have channels like Bally Sports North a part of the package. They don't have the Sinclair Broadcast uh, Group uh, Incorporated. How much did that impact all of this down the pipe in terms of in terms of people kind of shying away and maybe them losing money and it kind of snowballing for them with regards to all of this. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the package that you described is expensive, right? Because you've got cable, plus you, you have those apps. It starts to, I mean, we know how expensive cable TV is uh, month to month. I mean, what you're describing is expensive, and I'm in the same boat. So I, I, I get I get what you're saying. And I think it does provide the RSN some leverage that they're not available on these streaming networks for now. I mean, that could change. I mean, take baseball. Baseball has a really good digital operation. I don't think it's inconceivable to think that baseball could decide to just stream games directly. Uh, not that people would you know, still you know, watch them on the baseball network. I mean, there's ways of doing this that might circumvent some of the cable companies in a way that would be really disrupt- disruptive for the cable industry but might be beneficial to consumers. How does this affect, at least for the short term, the, the team's broadcast rights and just in, in terms of the whole money and all of that? I think in the short term, there probably isn't a major change. I think most likely that is, this ends up being less dramatic than it sounds, that mm-hmm. Diamond does file for bankruptcy, but it's part of a preplanned package where the court is told essentially, look, we have an agreement with the creditors. Here's how we want to do it. Judge, will you okay this? And the judge probably will. And fans won't notice any difference. I, I think that's the most likely outcome. To me, where it's really going to get interesting is what happens going forward. Will this change the calculus for the leagues and teams in terms of how they're broadcasting games, particularly baseball, given that the season has so many games and that so many games are, are locally broadcast rather than nationally broadcast? Do they want to re- revisit the model of having regional sports networks be the primary provider of games? And as people increasingly turn to watching through apps, through streaming technologies, I I think it really puts cable companies in a tough spot where some of their marquee products might not be so exclusive anymore. You know, Michael, I'm so happy that you've joined us because one of the first things that I thought about when I saw all this today was because this affects us all, too. And luckily, this is just another uh, app or, or, or channel that I have. I thought about Major League Soccer. And the fact that they have that relationship now with Apple, right? And so I'm like, I wonder how we move forward with all of the various different sports leagues, whether it's, I know that the NHL, they've got their deal with their back on ESPN and, and stuff like that. And I know that there's even some, some speculation that NBC could be back in the running for trying to go after the NBA, like back in the day when you had Bob Casas and the crew. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, when, you know, when I look at Apple and I look at the MLS, um, and, and that model, I wonder if at some particular point, Major League Baseball will maybe look to go that route. Yeah, I, I think your point about Apple and Major League Soccer is a great one, right? That I mean, it certainly it's a huge benefit to Major League Soccer, a league that I think has struggled traditionally to to really compete with the four major leagues, to now be p- partnered with a company like Apple. And although Apple TV is relatively new, its subscription base, from what I know, is is growing, and there's some good content on it. I have to think that other leagues, now I don't know if the money is going to work out. It mm-hmm. may not be as lucrative, that Apple deal, as what you know, the NBA can get through its broadcast partners. But I think as more and more people stream, the the economic questions change because the streaming companies now have more subscribers. They can charge more. Uh, you know, look, look at Netflix, right? They're now sort of cracking down on people using different uh, you know, different pass, uh, di- different user accounts in different houses that, because they have leverage to do that. And, and I've got to think that 
the Apple MLS deal, maybe we're not going to see that in the short term with the four major leagues, but all it takes is one of them to do it. And it would be a game changer. Yep. Hey, he's a great follow. Give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, Phenomenal stuff. McCann Sports Law, legal expert for Sportico. He has just joined us here on The Lake Show. Hey, Michael, uh, continue success, my friend, and thanks so much for coming on the show tonight. You too. Thanks, Henry. Have a good one. All right, take care. That's Michael McCann joining us here on The Lake Show, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline.